Hey, hey, Melina Bagnato here from The Village, and today we have my co-host, Melissa Rowe from Mindful Mamas. Woo! Um, so excited to be having a live chat with you. I'm so going to put you on the spot. I'm so excited. As you know, this is our second episode, just purely for you guys to get to know us a little bit um, and see whether you like us and you want to stick around for all our amazing other mamas that we're interviewing. Mm. But Melissa, you got the hot seat today. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) 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 Melissa, tell us a little bit about why you started Mindful Mamas. Okay. Oh, that's a big question. So, um, it actually, I don't even know if I've told you this story. So this is going to be really interesting. Um, I have been working as a social worker for a long time. I think it's like 17 years or something now. And, um, throughout that time, I've always worked in settings with women and with children and around kind of family centered stuff. Um, so that, I was working in a long time before I had my own children. Mm-hmm. And then when I had my own children, um, I've got two girls. Charlotte is 15 and Amelia is 12. Um, when I had them, it was kind of like a little bit of an epiphany for me because I'd been working in the child protection setting for a long time as um, a person without children Mm. and so in that setting you know you're really investigating um, families and child abuse and when I had my own I had this epiphany around oh my goodness I have been working with families that have so many challenges you know um, either mental health issues or or drug issues homelessness um, all of those things and parenting under those circumstances for them was really challenging and then I had my own and I was like oh my goodness I have no mental health issues and a supportive husband and a house and enough money and quite a privileged you know middle class lifestyle and it's bloody hard. And you had all, and you and I had, had all it quite cushy. Yeah, had it quite cushy, and and also you know a degree in psychology and a degree in mm. social work, and I still found myself going, "Wow, this is mm. a challenge." This transition to motherhood. Um, so when my youngest was, I think three or four, we moved um, to Gippsland, and it was one of the beautiful women that I met out there. I remember I remember it very vividly coming over and we'd made friends and she came over for um a cuppa and and she was watching me and I was you know dealing with um my youngest was Lovecraft at that time she was four and she was making everything you know so I had this like craft cupboard with just I save boxes and jars and straw and whatever (laughs) like I just throw it in there to keep her entertained And I remember my friend sitting at the bench and she, we were having a cuppa and having this in-depth conversation, I don't know, about our husbands Mm -hmm. or something. And Mm -hmm. Millie kept coming in and interrupting. And about after the 10th time, she's like, are you going to fucking lose your shit now or what? (laughs) Like, what do you mean? I love it. She's like, are you pretending? Are you pretending? Are you always this fucking Yeah. Are you pretending in front of me? And I'm like, what? Is it annoying you? She's like, yeah, <laughs> it's annoying me. We're trying to talk and she's interrupting. Did she have kids? Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. And so after a little while, that was the first time I went, oh, okay. Um, she thinks that I'm different. 
After a little while, she said to me, okay, here's a proposal for you. I need you to teach me how you are with your children. I'm just not like that. I'm far more reactive and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've got a short fuse and a short temper. So um, I was like, really? Yeah. It, it was one of those things that made me really reflect and, and yeah, it was the first time I really understood that perhaps I... That was your gift. Yeah. Well, I think it is your gift. Yeah. So from there, I actually wrote a mindful parenting workshop and that was, you know, many years ago. And out in that little um, Gippsland town, I was, you know, mama, mindful mama teaching um, and running that workshop for women around, yeah, what is mindfulness and particularly how does mindfulness blend so beautifully with parenting? How do we stop ourselves from being reactive and um, really look a little bit deeper and understand um, just, you know, where's our where's the line? What's our own stuff and what's mm-hmm. our child's stuff? And, um, yeah, just being the calm, mm-hmm. you know, person in, in the storm of emotion that small people can bring Mm -hmm. into our lives so that's how it started and from there mindful mamas was born and it's kind of organically grown into lots of different spaces from you know running the mindful parenting workshops and circles and camps and and those type of things and all in the while um working in private practice supporting Mm. women just around lots of different issues but also motherhood Mm. as well and I've actually been to a few of Melissa's camps. Um, this is when I actually was probably, we weren't so much friends at that point, were yeah. we? Um, and I actually seen you in a practice as well, one-on-one. When And this is me being vulnerable. I came to see Melissa to get some tips on how to be a better parent and a calmer parent. Ironically, mm. that's why I came to you. Mm. And the way you present that with such poise, even with your one-on-one chat, is phenomenal. phenomenal. But also in your circles that I've attended and even your camps, mm. Yeah, um, it's definitely your gift. Like mm. the way you just are able to share that calmness and really taking the basic, t- taking parenting down to really basic understanding as opposed yeah. to us being in our head and helping us stop being like Respucia from Norbert. <laughs> just like losing our <laughs> shit all the time. Um, do you do you still feel as passionate about, oh, absolutely. about helping not just mums but dads also? Yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, and and it's funny. It's it's something you know from a really young age. Not particularly, you know, being young, going okay, I want to work with mums, mm. but I've been fascinated from very early childhood around just human behaviour and what makes mm. people do what they do and behave in ways mm-hmm. that they do. I'm sure my mother was highly concerned when, you know, at 11 years old, I was begging her to buy me, you know, those magazine subscriptions that you could get Mm -hmm. from the newsagent, the true crime murder series. And I had this massive pile in my wardrobe and from really young, like gory pictures and all, just really wanting to understand how how and why, like what makes people do what they do and behave in the ways that they behave. Actually, early on, I'm just reflecting now that we're talking about it, I did want to um, work in criminology, but um, it's always been a fascination. And yeah, I love... I love supporting people to kind of just mm. gain a deeper understanding about themselves. Yeah. That's mm. so important this day and age. I mean, mm. I love what I love 
with Mindful Mamas, the, the twist that you've been able to put on it authentically in helping mums better understand, like you said, their own selves to then become and understand what's actually happening at play when the little people are losing their shit. Mm. Um, and I've personally experienced that with you and it's 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 been priceless. Mm. It really... Um, it really changes the way we parent and understand what they're going through. Not just that, in a nutshell, we're losing control, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's really fascinating, your work. And I love how you've put a really fun, um, upbeat on it with, with your camps that you mm. do. And if you haven't done a camp with Mindful Mummers, you must. Um, I've been, had the privilege of going to the uh, the mama camp, which was all about me for two nights. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. So tell me. I'm going to put you on the hot seat. Right? Okay. Okay. Because, you know, being an expert in your field mm. and you help so many mums every day mm. with all the services you offer, do you have guilt at the end of every day? And if you do, what is it and how you, do you deal with it? Mm. I do. Yeah. I, I'm certainly not going to deny that guilt is there. Um, there are times, you know, I think doesn't, I hate to call my, myself an expert, but you know, I, it doesn't, I <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you have, um, you know, it's just like you being a stylist, mm. you, you know, don't probably don't look at yourself and go, okay, I, I've totally got this. Yeah, I'll I lick my finger never, and yeah, then touch my and go, no, I do not. I'm never, no. you know, I'm never feeling it's like true. I'm having a bad day and I'm always body positive and all that stuff. I, I don't feel like, mm. I still have, you know, definitely. And I think in every stage of your motherhood journey, you know, I'm parenting, you know, I'm a couple, a week off parenting two teens. So in that in itself, particularly the girls, like brings mm. a lot of content I guess yeah. I look at it like that. It brings me a lot of content for learning and extending myself and really kind of getting curious and doing a little bit more healing work. Mm. Um, so what are you guilty about? What am I guilty about? You know, I think just the run-of-the-mill stuff, like you were saying before, have I done enough? Am I, am I, you know, present enough? Am I available enough? Have I been supportive enough? Have I listened enough? Mm. All of those things. Um, and I think it changes as your kids get older as well. Um, but I guess, you know, when I do feel that and I start to experience the guilt and with every emotion that I have, I really do get curious about why do I, why am I feeling guilty? Why, what is that? You know, is there something in that for me? Mm. Is it something that I need to look at? Like what's the lesson? What's the lesson in the guilt? Mm. And is it because... Wow, the birds are really going crazy. Oh, Mom, the birds Mama, are loving Mama this bear, topic. Mama birds are loving this topic. I don't know <laughs> if you can hear, hear that, but they're going nuts. Um, yeah, we've really hit on some gold there. They're like, listen to this part because, yeah, I, I do tend to get curious about the guilt. I feel it and I don't kind of like get lost in it, if you know what I mean. Um, I probably really reflect on it why am I feeling guilty mm. am I a little bit depleted so mm. that's why the guilt I find being tired brings on that am I that's so much more yeah PMT you know is that why the guilt's kind of coming in should I just keep my hand up yeah <laughs> yeah so instead of just going getting lost in the emotion mm. I really 
you know, reflect on it, I guess, and, and just get a bit more curious, dive a little deeper mm. around what is the guilt about. And that's where those tools are important. Because Definitely. if you don't, again, my experience with you and other, other people I've dealt with, work with, if you don't have those tools like you've got... Then you get you, lost in you it. You get lost in yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it just takes you and you go Stop with it. a teacup. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Here's one for you. Do you like how I said that like I really knew I was going to ask? I know. I was t- I'm reading your mind. It's like she doesn't know what she's asking me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard it, but I'm so sleep deprived. It just <laughs> escaped my brain for a moment there. No, no, no. Here we go. Here it comes. It comes back. Okay. So with your with all the mums that you deal with, with yeah. all the women that have sat in your circle and mm. been vulnerable, with all the mums that come to your mother and son and mother and daughter and mum camp, if you could pick one thing that stands out, mm is the one thing that us mums have an issue with that comes yeah. up over and over and over again, what would it be? Oh, I love this. And it just came straight into my mind. Um, I always think there's, you know, a, a priority list for people in your life. So the way it looks for most mums is that children are number one, partner is number two, and mum is number three. Mm-hmm. And I find myself having this conversation over and over again that motherhood is a marathon. You know, it's a bloody long time that we're parenting for. We wouldn't have our children without our partner either. So one, let's just try it even for a week. If you put yourself at the top, if I'm fed first, if I'm nourished in terms of self-care, um, bit of exercise, good food, connection with friends. If I'm number one and I take care of myself first and then I nourish and take care of my relationship second, and I know that sounds crazy, like most mum look most mums look at me and go, what? And then my kids are number three. They actually benefit I agree. so much more when you're nourished and looked after yourself your relationship is like solid Mm. and and you're really putting time into that and then they benefit being number three Mm. yeah well they're seeing happiness around them yeah role models and happy you know there's no rhyme for happy wife happy life happy mum, whatever yeah and you've got more to give so that would be it because most women when i ask them that question the kids are definitely number one and either they're second and their partner's third or their partner's second and then they're third so that is that is i think you've hit that well of course with your experience but hitting the nail on the Mm. head there I mean, it translates even into to what I do, you know, women not putting themselves yep. first, no self-care, grumpy, feeling depressed, don't want to have sex, yep. don't want to play with their kids yep. so, and because they're thirds. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And mm. I think a lot of women probably listen to this would be listening to what you just said going, oh, I feel so selfish. Yeah. How, what would you say to those mums if they're thinking that? And and they do, like mums do do say that. Um, so the thing that I that I talk about is like what, let's think about what you want to feel like, like Mm. your work. Like how do you want to feel in this marathon of motherhood? Because it's Mm. not just a couple of years. We're talking, you know, I say 18, but reality is these days kids are at home Mm. well into their 20s, sometimes 25. Especially if they're wogs. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, that's a marathon. How are you going to survive and what do you want to feel like? And, and how do you want your kids to feel mm. in your presence? Like, I want to be the fun mum. You know, I want to be 
the happy mum not all the time because it's not possible but majority of the time I want to be have enough energy to ha like mm. sit down and have the conversation I woke up this morning I was going to post it but I played it back and I was like that's really embarrassing <laughs> woke my daughter my teenage daughter up which I do every morning mm. by just in her room good morning good morning <laughs> like singing to her I want to want to punch you yeah she she's that. just like, like I just wait for the seat a little yeah. smile when yeah. she wakes up. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, but I want to have the energy yeah, to right. do that. And, like, yeah, so that's the motivation for oh, me. You're going to make me all teary. Because oh. I'm sitting here listening going, what sort of mum am I in their eyes, my kids? Because we never stop to think that. Yeah, how do, how do they experience you in relationship? Oh, so powerful, that question. Yeah. They probably see me as a grumpy mole at the moment. And I'm going to turn that around and sing tomorrow morning yeah, and tap well, dancing. Yeah, some days I am. I'm a grumpy bitch too yeah. sometimes. But it's more about like how, like majority of the time, yeah. how do they experience me? Because it's it's exactly the same as how does my partner experience mm -hmm. me in relationship? Mm -hmm. Because if you're experiencing your partner like, oh my gosh, he's such a grumpy asshole and he's so yeah. moody and, you know, sometimes they are, but... Um, majority of the time how would it feel to be in that relationship mm. it's exactly the same with mm. our kids well, it's a relationship yeah doesn't it doesn't just different it's just hats yeah. isn't it yeah love it well i've loved chatting with you as i always do the only thing that's missing today is a glass of wine but it's still <laughs> the morning i'm sure it's 12 o'clock somewhere in the world but thank you so much for sharing um and i'm just so excited to be on this journey yeah. with you yeah can't wait i can't wait to interview some other amazing mums oh i cannot wait to get Alice. And you know what, ladies, if you know of anyone, any mother that you know that is amazing, maybe they've got autistic kids and they're kicking goals and they've worked out a way to handle it. Or they haven't. Or they haven't, exactly. Yeah. Or they're just we in can, the depths. You can maybe of... help them and coach yeah. them, Mel. Yeah. If you know someone that's struggling with their self-esteem, you know, um, that, that can come on our mm. podcast and you know, I can help them. It can be anything. Mm. Please write in to us at Mindful Mamas or style me over on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we hope that you enjoy being a part of our village. Love it. Bye.